I knew, I knew I was I knew I was here. <laughs> Isn't that nice to know that you're here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, how how would we know without video? Exactly, exactly. This is why this is why I make YouTube videos. Just to <laughs> prove just to prove that I exist. There you go. That I never thought about it that way. Maybe I need to make more. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I, I'm somewhat convinced of your existence, but if you made more videos, I would know for sure. That's right. That's right. Right now, it's just what you see here, and I might be a video. You know, who knows? It's entire, entirely possible. Where are you? Where's home I'm for you? In Maine. I'm in Maine. In Maine. Yeah, and you're in Costa Rica. I am. Wow, that must be very interesting at this time of life, isn't it, with the COVID? Well, I mean, I, I would say um, interesting. You know, I, I think we've got a huge advantage here. First of all, for the most part, uh, we haven't had, like, there's been no quarantine. There's been, we haven't had a, a lockdown. Lately, um, it's actually gotten worse here lately. So now, just in the last uh, week or so, if you want to go into the bank or a supermarket, you have to have a mask on. There's been no laws about that until now. Um, there's been a, um, uh, oh shit, what's it called? You know, that we, we have to be off the streets by a certain time. It's now 7 p.m. Um, it was 10 p.m. and they moved it back because there were more cases. But Was it the I, cases or the um, uh, violence, uh, vandalism? No, case, no violence. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, there's, there's, um, so Costa Ricans have been named, I don't know who does this sort of thing, but uh, apparently someone rates the, this, they've been named the happiest people in the world many times. Really? And well, they're, maybe they're, that's why, that, that's why everybody goes to Costa Rica for their retreats, right? Well, um, I mean, Costa Rica, gracias. Uh, Costa Rica is, I mean, first of all, the climate is spectacular. You know, if you're at sea level, it can get kind of hot if you're not on the beach. We're up in the mountains at around 2,700 feet, something like that. So it's, it's beautiful here. It's in the 80s almost every day. It never gets to, almost never gets to 90. Um, and, you know, it's shorts and flip-flops pretty much every day of the year. A couple exceptions here and there. Um, I, I live on fruit and simple salads. And I can pick fruit every single day of the year off my um, trees. Wonderful. We have we have um, we have 135 varieties in the ground now, and we've got about 40 more varieties coming in the next two weeks that we're going to be planting trees. Wow. I'm on. Uh, I've got uh, 15 hectares. I've got about 37, 38 acres here. Oh, nice! Really nice. Yeah. It's it's gorgeous. Uh, In fact, well, we, we offer we offer retreats. This is a retreat center. Mm -hmm. So we yeah, we have, I saw uh, that you um, advertised uh, lemon water. Have to have my lemon water. Um, uh, water cleanses and a retreat center and a wellness center. I, I, I what is your email first of all, Lauren? It's Lauren at TanglewoodWellnessCenter.com. Tanglewood. Okay, thank you. Tanglewood. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, so we we focus on water only fasting. We're the largest water fasting center in the world. 
Um, we, there are places uh, that claim to have fasted more people than we have, but for instance, true north in California, their average fast is 10 or 11 days and ours is 26 days. Oh, wow. Average. Yeah. So do they stay right there with you for that they length do. of time? They, they, they do. Yeah, we have, we have space here for 44 guests in rooms. Uh, we also have a little campground, but we don't, we don't put people there while fasting. But we have plenty of space in rooms. Uh, that's for sure. And um, I normally feed the cats just before eight, but I uh, followed your directions and was on the call early. So I asked her to come take care of it for me. I appreciate that. That's, that's all right. great. That's all right. That's all right. Anyway, so yeah, uh, we see amazing things happen with the fast. I mean, it's really, it's an incredible process. And fortunately, because of intermittent fasting's popularity over the last seven or eight years, I think uh, more people have gotten familiar with the term fasting. Uh, you know, of course, it's a natural process. It's always been around. Um, it's what every species on the planet is. We have six cats. I don't know if you can hear or see the, the kittens here. I, yeah, I've seen a few walking back and forth, yeah. Right, well, they just came in from, from their, their morning meal. Let me open the store and they'll go outside. Most likely, there, there you go, two of them. Um, we, also have, we also have three adult cats here. And in fact, these guys are seven and a half months old and six and a half months ago, the night before we opened one of our fasting sessions, one of my volunteers reported that there was there were five little kittens outside the front gate. Oh, Someone no. had left them, had dropped them off in front of our gate. Oh, no. they, didn't, they didn't want to deal with it and knew that we would probably take care of them. So um, we took them in and fed, fed, they were emaciated. They were terrified. Um, oh. I wound up giving two of them to employees and uh, we still have three of them. And we already had three adult cats, so I wasn't looking for any more. Yeah, but really. <laughs> all three of the adults have fasted on their own when they were badly enough injured. And this is what every species on the planet does. When you were a little girl, which I'm guessing has been seven or eight years. What uh, you? <laughs> yeah. When you were sick, you lost your appetite. And if, um, if your mother was like most mothers, she made you eat anyway. Yeah. Right. Because they, they believe we need to do that. But the truth is our bodies knew exactly what they were doing. So as long as they stayed hydrated, you could get better. They could find whatever. Hydration is critical. And it's interesting. We've been so I've been focusing on hydration now for many years. Uh, I, I came across some some books and it really fascinated me. And then I stumbled across the, one of the early bioimpedance devices. And we now use a $500 machine that measures people's hydration. We've measured more than 5,000 people's hydration in the last 14 years. The average person is severely dehydrated, even though they drink when they're thirsty. That doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. Now, um, you know, it's really interesting and, and might interest you as a woman over 35. Um, very well right? put. Yes, very right? well put. Yeah, all right, um, all right. <laughs> many, many of the symptoms of aging, I believe, I, I mean, I have evidence that many of the symptoms of aging are actually long-term chronic dehydration. So wrinkles, uh, declining vision, arthritis, shrinking, which is, you know, it's, it's the, uh, so our, our discs are essentially little bags of water to cushion the vertebra. And they're losing water because our dehydrated bodies are looking for anything that's not critical to survival where they can take water away from. That's why we get wrinkles because the body is dehydrating the skin to use that water for the heart, brains, lungs, liver, kidney, pancreas, thyroid, and blood. 
all mm -hmm. of which are critical to our survival. Skin, not. Hmm. Interesting. Now, let hmm. me ask you, um, with your, your cleanse, is that all that one, if they came to you and had, you know, did their water cleanse, that is it for 28 days, just drinking water? Is that what? No, no. So, so we book by the week. Uh -huh. And our clients, our clients choose. Uh, the smart ones uh, take my input, but ultimately they choose how long they're here for. Um, if uh, so, the average stay is five weeks, and in five weeks they'll fast twenty-six days, and they'll have nine days of supervised refeeding. So the refeeding, there's a protocol that I've designed, um, which. It has 99.99% of people leaving here feeling fantastic because you can't go from zero. You don't want to get on a plane after four weeks of not eating anything. We need to slowly bring you back up to functioning and feeling normally. And usually when people leave here, they feel fantastic. Um, yeah. So we have a very specific way we accomplish that. So how long the feeding is varies. The proportion of time varies depending on the length of the fast. So with a four week stay, you can fast 21 days and refeed for seven. Where with a, uh, a six week fast, which is to fast is twice as long, the refeeding is three times as long. Because with a fast that long, people need long, more time typically wow. to recover. Yeah. I, I would think so. I would think yeah. so. It would be like, yeah. uh, well, yeah. Anytime it's, you it's, are, are fasting, you almost have to learn how to eat again because your body is already any new habit takes 28 days yeah and when we don't mean not not many people have that long here but uh, but the truth is that that statement would have been equally true without the almost you said you almost have to learn how to eat again uh, people do have to learn how to eat again most people you know there was there was a study published a few years ago in North America that said the average North American now gets 96 plus percent of their calories from ultra processed foods and animal products. And that means 4% or was actually less than 4% of their calories are coming from things that actually grow on the planet, not animals, but plants. That's it. Uh, my, you know, my personal belief having uh, coached people to health now for 30 years is that 100% should be coming from plants. Now it's okay to disagree with me, but certainly, I mean, what's true is that the more animal products one eats, the higher the rates of cancer and heart disease, higher rates of dementia, the faster they age and die, the higher the rates of uh, di lower digestive tract problems. Our clients eliminate almost all of those things. We have 100% success eliminating hypertension, 100%. Medicine says, medicine said, yeah, medicine says, you can't eliminate hypertension. You take drugs for the rest of your life. Yeah. Our, every, every one of our clients completes their process with below normal blood pressure. And if they follow my coaching going forward, they maintain that. It's yeah. amazing what happens. Type 2 diabetes is exactly the same. Yeah. Except we've had 20% as many clients with type 2 diabetes. We have to see a lot more people with hypertension. But with, with every single lab, more than 80 type 2 diabetics off of the drugs, no blood sugar issues by the time they're finished. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's really impressive, Lauren. It's, I, a, it's, wow. a, it's amazing. It's amazing. We see people, I mean, it's, there's some crazy things. I frankly, if I weren't me, I don't know if I believe them, if I hadn't seen them. <laughs> but I have a client 
uh, years ago, I was in Virginia Beach uh, for, for about six months on a project. And I met a woman. Uh, she was coming out of the health food stores I was walking in. And I don't know how we, we started talking. And she became a client of mine. And when I met her from three feet away, she could see there was something in front of her. She was legally blind. You know, most, most blind people don't see nothing. They don't see blackness, but they don't see well enough to function. So she could see there was something in front of her, but she couldn't see that it was a person. Today, all, well, I haven't talked to her now for 15 years, so I don't know what's, what she's doing today, but 15 years ago, so many years after we met, she was driving a car and didn't wear glasses. Wow. Yeah, now she hit a lot of stuff. No, no, she didn't. No, she, she, had, she had gone from being legally blind to having 20-20 vision. <laughs> As a, result oh, wow. of, as a result of fasting and changing her diet. And she wound up creating a center for African-Americans. She was African-American for African-Americans with vision issues. And she brought me in twice to teach my full day seminar. And as a result of that, I wound up fasting two groups of blind people. And we saw amazing things with every one of them. Wow. Wow. Now, I, I don't, I wouldn't expect blind people to be able to see. And I would, certainly wouldn't, I mean, and no one else saw the same results that she did. But everyone saw massive improvement. Now, where was this uh, taking place? Here in the States or somewhere? Yeah, at the, t mm -hmm. at the time, yeah, when I started. So I, I, I grew up uh, outside of Washington, D.C. You know that area? Very well. Yeah, where? I grew up in Bethesda. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I lived in um, Laurel for a couple of years, and I still have ah. in Alexandria and uh, Great Falls and Fairfax. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful areas. Um, so, yeah, I grew up in Bethesda, and when I um, I went to Walt Whitman High School, uh -huh. and when I when I set up the business, I actually operated illegally for several years out of a big house in the same neighborhood as my high school. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no business we, is allowed we, in certain areas of Bethesda. <laughs> no, 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 that's right. I mean, this, this is a residential neighborhood. You know, I mean, I, I was, I, I really didn't know what to expect, how well this was going to work. I'd seen amazing improvements in my own health is what happened. I mean, I got very sick. I got much worse with three years of medical care and finally realized that medicine only suppresses symptoms. It never leads to health. Uh, you know, if people get healthy, it's, it was by accident. Um, and so I thought I want to share this with people and I created the center and I, you know, I bought this big house and figured I could house eight or nine people there plus myself. And I didn't really know if it was going to go or not, but I figured I'd give it a whirl. And um, I was there for about three years. It was always fine until we had a little potluck one day. Um, we weren't fasting people at the time. And one of my guests parked on the street in front of the neighbor's house right across the street. And the guy, this guy, this uh, guy comes out of his house and says, you can't park there. It's a public street, you can park anywhere. And the guy said, yeah, I'm pretty sure I can and walked away. And the guy called the cops and told them, called the police and told them that we were running a business out of our house. Ironically, he was, he was operating an illegal apartment in his house. <laughs> so, you know, uh, but, so did it become a tit for tat here, you know, or? No, I don't, I don't, no. I don't do that. I, <laughs> uh, you know, live and let live, whatever. I mean, honestly, you know, it's funny. I'll tell you what happened. The, uh, so one day the doorbell rings 
and th there's this this guy in a suit and tie standing there from the county and he says uh, mr lockman uh, i understand you're running a business here i'm like what business and he opens up a file he's got the, my entire website printed out i'm like oh that business right yes of course i completely forgot about that right um, <laughs> And, you know, and he said, he said, you need to shut down. You don't have a permit to, to run a business here. And I said, well, what happens if we, if I don't, he said, well, we'll fine you. I said, how much is the fine? And he told me, I said, okay, I'll pay the fine. So I, I, I paid, we, we actually had already planned to move because we had outgrown the space. We needed more space. Uh, we wound up moving out to Thermont, Maryland, north of, um, well, near Frederick, up in the mountains, yeah. right, about five miles south of Camp David. And oh. It was beautiful up there. We had 17 acres on top of a mountain. It was, it was really spectacular. I had space for 18 guests. And we, we, uh, we planned to move up there. And I figured, I'll just operate until we move, and I'll pay the fine. It actually made more sense for me to do that. Um, and uh, yeah, and then ultimately, as I said, I mean, first of all, I surf, body surf. Uh, I don't really like long pants or shoes. Um, and, and I eat primarily fruit. And so my plan was always to move to Costa Rica and I wound up coming to the tropics. Uh, I guess we were about nine years operating in the U S and we've been down here now for 15. Oh, wow. Wow. That's great. That's a wonderful yeah. story. I, I really, you know what, you. this, this uh, conversation, although I, it's just a, a meet and greet, I'm thinking this is the ideal podcast at the moment. If that's all right with you. Are, are you recording? I am. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, I'm okay. That's great. Yeah, it should have Absolutely. a sign up there saying that you're recording, that you can. I don't, I don't, I don't see it, but that's okay. Anyway, I don't know. As long as, as long as you know. Anywhere. As long as you know it's happening. <laughs> so, oh, and I, you know what? I do, I do see it now in the corner. There's a little okay. red dot. <laughs> um, so that is fantastic. You know, it, that is really, really great, Lauren. Well, you know, it's, I mean, I, I realized, I, I realized when, I was, I was 23. I, I was six months out of school when I got sick. And I'll tell you what happened. It was interesting because I wonder how many other people might be in a similar situation. I was, uh, I was working for a, a large commercial real estate company. Well, then were you in the DC area? Uh, 70, 70s. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I graduated from school and came back in 84 so okay. it was in, it was in, in late 84 i went to work for a company called the carrie winston company which at the time was the second largest commercial real estate company in the in the city in the area metro area and i wanted becoming their youngest officer and um it was there it was while i was working there that i started to to feel bad and what happened was i was going back one day for my fifth or sixth cup of coffee before lunch and i thought to myself as I'm walking toward the coffee machine, I thought, I think I'm addicted to coffee. And I wasn't willing to be addicted to anything. So I said, okay, that's it. I'm not having any, I'm not gonna have any more coffee. That's it, I'm done. And it didn't take long for me to realize that I was completely exhausted. I was using coffee to prop myself up. It, I was later diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome, irritable bowel syndrome, chronic sinusitis, uh, systemic candida, and I had, I'd never been allergic to anything. As a kid, I developed 57 allergies. I was found allergic to fruits and most fruits and vegetables, dust, pollen, mold, everything, you name it. I could barely function for three years, but 
in that first year out of school, I'd gone to work for this company, was doing quite well, and I bought a little house about half a mile from the office. And so I had mortgage payments, so I kept on working, but I wasn't really very effective. And I would, I, you know, I, because I was fortunate, I was five minutes from the office, I would go home, I'd be home by six o'clock, I'd go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'd, I was in bed most of the time. I'd wake up at 8.30 to be in the office by nine o'clock. You know, quick shower and shave, and I was in the office because it was five minutes away. But um, that was rough. And yeah. I got worse with three years of medical care getting worse all the time. And finally I thought, okay, these guys really don't have any idea what they're doing. They're just suppressing symptoms and it's making me more toxic. And so I started looking around. And in fact, I had started studying nutrition around, at this point I'm 26 when I finally walked away from medicine. I started studying nutrition about 11 years earlier. And it was kind of unusual. I didn't have any friends studying nutrition in 14, 15. Um, but what happened was, I grew 10 inches in my 14th year of life. By the time I was 15, I grew 10 inches and I didn't gain a pound. So I look like a stick with a nose. (laughs) Right. And I mean, hormones are kicking in. I'm wanting girls to find me attractive. I look like a stick with a nose. So I thought, okay, maybe if I, if I pay more attention to what I'm eating and, and start working out, maybe I can build some muscle. And so that's when I started studying nutrition. Well, when, when I finally realized medicine wasn't helping me, I thought, maybe I need to go back to nutrition and, and you know, find the answers there. I went back to the books, realized I was doing everything it said I should be doing. And that's when I started thinking, maybe conventional nutrition is missing something. Get your tail out of my face, pun. Um, maybe they're missing something, right? And so I started thinking about the fact that every species on the planet, this guy included, has a natural diet right? Maybe we do too. In fact, the hard truth, I don't know if you've, you've probably had these realizations like something, oh, I don't, don't even want to really know that, but you, you realized it. I realized then and there that the pizza and beer I've been living on, maybe that wasn't my optimal diet. It's right? all about becoming aware, isn't it? I mean, absolutely, absolutely. it's all about yeah. becoming aware and, and recognizing what is going on in our body and how we are feeling after having that pizza and beer as opposed to having the fresh fruits and veggies. And- exactly. And you know, if, if you're absolutely right. And I, I would say even taking it one step further, you, as you said, it's about becoming aware. I mean, it's, it's about really connecting to what's going on, to connecting to our intuition, connecting to what's true. I, I spoke to a client last night who she's in, she's in uh, Asia, she's in Singapore. And she's fasted with me over Skype. I also work with people via Skype who can't get here. And, but now she, she wants to come here in uh, August, at the end of August, when we start our session. And she wants to stick around and volunteer. And she was explaining to me for the 15th time in the three or four years that I've known her why she can't make healthy choices, why she's still making poor choices, because she, she fasted with me and then she went back to making poor choices. And, you know, needless to say, Fasting is like a giant reset. It allows the body to cleanse and to heal. I mean, and there's amazing things that you only can talk about what's actually happening. It's amazing what happens in the body. But the benefits that you accrue, including I, we talked about hypertension and diabetes. There's so many other things we could talk about. Vision, you, only maintain yeah. the, you only maintain those benefits if you keep making good choices. 
right? If someone goes back to making poor choices, well, they're not going to maintain the benefits. That makes yeah. sense, doesn't it? Absolutely. And so, she, you know, she had, she, she kept going back to these poor choices. And I said to her, listen, I said, you're not being honest with yourself. Okay. You are not a victim. It doesn't matter what's happening around you. It doesn't matter what your family believes. It doesn't matter, you know, what your brother thinks. It doesn't matter what your culture says. You can make any choice you want to. You live in a tropical country. You can't tell me you can't get good quality fruit. Okay. You can get this if you want to, but you know, th this, I mean, ultimately if we really want to progress in any area of life, we have to be willing to be completely honest with ourselves. So, what would you say would be the three top things that you would need to do to really make a difference? I, I heard, I, I know what I heard, but is, is there sure. something that you would put down as the three top well, things? Well, yeah, I mean, let's do it this way. If it's okay with you, I'll, give you, I'll give you two lists, right? So first okay. of all, you know, the, the, unfortunately, the fact is that if someone has, has already been uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years on the planet making more or less conventional choices, and this could even be you know, eating a vegetarian diet, still, it's not really that different. I mean, we're taking out the meat and putting in meat substitutes and still eating lots of processed foods in most cases. I, I used to speak every year at the North American Vegetarian Society Summerfest Conference at the University of Pittsburgh. There'd be hundreds of people and some of the unhealthiest people I've ever seen because they lived on vegan and vegetarian junk food. Okay. You know, it's, we have to really, we have to understand that real food, it doesn't, it's not about vegan or vegetarian. It's, you know, it's about, is it real or not real? Uh, yeah. And so in some cases, and it's painful for me to say this because I'll tell you one of the, you know, I, I turned, I shifted my diet. I turned to the diet that I now eat and have eaten now for nearly 30 years because I wanted my health back. But it was only a few minutes. I mean, like moments after I thought I realized, oh, I don't have to eat animal products to be healthy. I grew up thinking I did. I was told I needed to eat these things, right? Meat and dairy products. When I realized I didn't have to eat them, my very next thought was, if I don't have to eat these things, what gives me the right to contribute to the suffering and death of these animals? Mm -hmm. They're not mine to use or to kill. Mm -hmm. So what gives me the right to do that? And so, I mean, I didn't start out as an animal advocate, but, but it seems to me, you know, if we want to live in a peaceful world, we have to stop all forms of violence mm. and, and violence against animals. I mean, there are billions of animals are killed every day, every, every year for food when that's yeah. completely unnecessary. Yes. So, um, so the, fir the first thing, you know, that anyone can do is we can improve the diet, right? Now, the truth is, you know, if, you, if you were to look at a spectrum of all possible diet choices, from the worst possible diet to, you know, to the best, and we might not agree on whatever the best is, but if you look at that spectrum, what I would say is, if you want to feel and function as well as you possibly can, have tons of energy, have everything function as well as possible, then you need to make optimal dietary choices, mm -hmm. okay? Because anything less than that is a compromise, and there will be some compromised results because of it. So how exactly what someone's willing to do or not do, that's up to each person. But everyone can make improvements. And the first thing that you should be doing is eliminating white sugar, white flour, uh, salt, and dairy products from your diet. Because these are things that don't belong in anyone's body.
uh, no one's benefiting from consuming these things. Um, the next thing would be to, you know, to remove all processed foods, even if they're healthy, so-called healthy processed foods. They really don't belong in the body either. Um, you know, ultimately, we want to move towards a whole food plant-based diet, and it should con contain as much raw food as possible because cooking food destroys nutrients and creates toxic compounds. And this is the thing that surprises most people. But when we cook food, any type of food, we're actually creating toxic compounds. And the body reacts to the consumption of cooked food as if it's been poisoned. So I consume no cooked foods. I don't have a stove. Uh, here at my center, everything is raw. And I've been raw now for, for nearly 29 years. Um, makes all but the difference. I understand. I know I was introduced to it about five years ago, the raw. And yeah. uh, I was shocked because I, I am not a, a vegan or, or anything of the sort. Right. Um, not that I'm opposed. I actually did find that there are certain things that really were wonderful, but I love taste. And I said, raw, there's just so much raw I can handle. And this uh, individual taught me how you can, with the right equipment, create amazing, wonderful, I mean, uh, banana ice cream. Oh, it was out of this world. All it was was yeah. a frozen banana. But well, yeah, and you, and you, and you, can, you, can, freeze, you can freeze mangoes. Exactly. You, can, you still need the bananas for creaminess, but you take half bananas and half mangoes and run them through the same machine, and oh. you have mango ice cream. Fantastic. So, it's it's amazing, and to be honest with you, I understand what you're what you're talking about. And many people go through a transition period where they're looking for these more complex flavors, etc. You know, one of the things that happens when we fast only five days is you completely reset your taste buds. So, people say to me, "You only eat fruit and salad, don't you get bored?" Yeah. And you know what happened? Here's my experience. So I eat twice a day, typically. I've been doing this now for 28 years. Uh, my breakfast is usually at two in the afternoon or so, and then I'll have uh, another meal around six. And that's it. I don't eat anything. I don't consume anything except a little bit of water from 6 p.m. until 2 p.m. the next day, um, almost every day. And when I sit down to eat, whether it's uh, papayas or mangoes or watermelon or some other type of melon or, or any of the 135 varieties of fruit we have growing here. Um, I sit down to eat this, these things and I'll, my experience will usually be, oh my God, this is the most delicious thing I've ever eaten. Yeah. And then four hours later, I'll have my next meal and I think, oh my God, this is the most delicious thing I've ever eaten. I never get tired of it. And I, you know, I think, of course, Many people, and, and perhaps many of, of your, your followers, listeners, would say, yeah, but you can't live on fruit. It's too much sugar, right? Oh, but it's, it's pure sugar, isn't it? It's the proper sugar that is digestible, right? Exactly. And it comes packaged with ample water and fiber. And yeah. that slows down the absorption into the bloodstream. And so, you know, it's interesting because people talk about the glycemic index all the time, and yet... I've never had anyone, I, I, I travel all over the world to speak, I give seminars, and we have groups of people here uh, six, seven months a year, you know, as many as 35 at a time or more, and I'll ask them, so who can explain what the glycemic index is? No one has ever properly explained it. 
they don't understand it. Even the doctors talking about it don't understand it. The glycemic index is only a measure of how quickly a substance releases its carbohydrates. So watermelon, for instance, watermelon is a high glycemic index for it. It has a glycemic index of 72. They used to say anything over 70 was high. Now they say anything over 50 is high. And watermelon is 72. And so if you're a type 1 diabetic, probably any diabetic, you're going to be told don't eat watermelon. It's a high glycemic index food. That's what the doctors would say. So watermelon has a high glycemic index because the, it's easy to digest. So the carbohydrates are rapidly available to the body. But it doesn't have a lot of sugar. And so it doesn't actually impact the blood sugar very much. In fact, I, the, the woman who, who produces my videos for the last couple of years uh, lives here on site with me. She's a young Russian woman. She came to me as a client. Um, she went home, uh, wound up divorcing her husband and came back and she's lived on site with me for a couple of years here as a volunteer, not, not uh -huh. with me, but here on site. Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. this is a big site. And um, she's a type one diabetic. There, we had another client who stayed around to volunteer last year who was also type 1 diabetic. Of all the fruits we have here, guess which fruit had the least impact on their blood sugar? Watermelon, the Watermelon. highest glycemic index fruit. The fact that it's high glycemic index means nothing. It's a low glycemic load, and that's actually predictive of impact on blood sugar. Almost all fresh fruits have a low glycemic load. That's Almost all of them. Wow. Yeah. The, the one, the exceptions, the exceptions are the, the very sweet fruits, bananas. Um, do, you probably know persimmons. Yep. Uh, do you know durian or jackfruit? I mame, have these heard are, of jackfruit, but not, no. Okay. Uh, mame sapote. The whole sapote family is very sweet. Cherimoya, that whole family. I can um, see these, these, you are mentioning things that you can have there that are so beneficial and non-harmful to the body exactly. and, and adds great flavor. So you can't help but be satisfied. It that, doesn't that's, get boring, that's right. right? No, in, in, fact, in fact, it's crazy, but I'll tell you what happens all the time. I'm, I'm thinking right now of a young Spanish athlete, a young woman who came to me at, at around 30 several years ago, and she said, she was a mediator, and she said, look, uh, you know, I believe in fasting. I'm not really interested in your ideas about diet. Um, I'm going to go back and eat the same way. And I said, okay, well, you're, you're probably going to lose some of the benefits you've achieved here over time, but that's completely up to you. Now, every day while our guests are here, there's a one hour lecture. And so by the time she left here, I mean, and then of course she had her refeeding period. So she left her after eating fruit. I don't remember. I think it was seven days of refeeding might've been longer. And long story short, she is still living on a fruit based diet several years later. It makes because all the difference, doesn't it? She, she felt amazing, never felt better. And, and she actually went back and tried eating some other things. Didn't feel as good. It makes a huge difference. And, and the crazy thing is, is, you know, like most people, she finds, oh, yeah, I don't miss anything. It tastes so good. I feel so amazing. Why would I miss anything? Exactly. Oh, that sounds, that is amazing. So um, I know we're going to have to wrap it up here. I'd love to talk with you again. Uh, sure, I'd be glad point. to be glad to do it. That'd be, be fantastic. And um, we could even schedule it next time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we will definitely do that. Um, so let me. How can people get in touch with you, Lauren? What is well? The, um, the easiest way is probably to go to our website. It's it's TanglewoodWellnessCenter.com. Dot com. Okay. TanglewoodWellnessCenter.com. If you'd like, I can send you the link. You can oh. include it. 
that would be fantastic. And if you yeah, have sure. A, and yeah, yeah. From I mean, from there, I have I have a thriving YouTube channel with five hundred and fifty or so videos. But oh, but there but there are videos on the website that will link you back to the channel. We have a contact us button on the website, so you don't you can from right from there you can send us a message if you'd like. Awesome. Um, awesome. Yeah. All right. And is there anything else that you before we go that you want our our listeners? Well, there were so many there were so many things. I, I understand if, if time is limited, but I mean, first of all, hydration, as you said, hydration is really key, and yeah. so. There, there are many things that people can do. The first thing is eat less dried food. We become dehydrated from eating dried food. Bowel movements are 75% water. Most of the food people eat is far less water than that in it. And so if you're eating food that's, that's 40% water, you're taking water from your body to move that waste out of your system. Okay? What an so, interesting tip. I've never yeah. heard that before. Cool. Yeah, one, one more piece about fruit. Um, fruit's amazing, but it should be eaten by itself. A lot of people say, I have trouble eating fruit. What they're doing is they're trying to put fruit on top of a normal meal. So you have a steak and potatoes and then have, a, you know, have fruit afterwards. That doesn't work. You should eat fruit only on an empty stomach. And ideally, ideally one type of fruit at a time for optimal digestion. Um, but but hydration is key. For most people, sipping three to four liters a day throughout the day is gonna be really useful. But sipping is key. If we drink it quickly, it runs right through the body. Oh, okay, I never knew that either. I know I, I drink two liters a day and everyone says, oh my gosh, how can you do that? And I think, well, because yeah. I feel better. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you just make it a practice. You, you keep, keep a full glass of water by your side or a bottle and just keep, you know, you make it a practice to keep on sipping. But sipping really is key and if you like, when we get back together again, we can talk more about why that is and what happens and how, you know, what the mechanism is. And, and really, I mean, I think specifically um, how to get hydrated because my guess is that's probably going to be really interesting for a lot of your, your guests. In fact, you know, for people, and I suppose there are those people who say, I don't really care about how I look. I don't really care that much about my health, but, but I want to think clearly. And science has shown that a tiny percentage drop and hydration of the brain creates a profound effect in our ability to think clearly and process information. So in order to be our sharpest, we have to be hydrated. When you get fully hydrated, it's truly amazing what happens. Well, I know uh, when somebody has dementia, that's the first thing I say, you know, drink water. Drink exactly. that, I'm putting the water, but again, they have to want to, and and that's uh, right. But that's right. You know what? Yeah. We could go on and on uh, here. <laughs> How about we set up another time to talk? I, I I'm really sure. enjoying the conversation. I'd be glad so, to. I'd be glad to. Let's do and it. I really appreciate your uh, collaboration with me. Sure, it's a pleasure. Why don't we? Um, you want to do that via email? We can look at our calendars, etc. That sounds that sounds great. That Good. sounds great. I'll send you nice an email, you. and uh, we'll we'll get that set up. One, one more quick thing, if I may, if it's okay yes. with you, I'd of like course. to offer your listeners a free gift. Oh, I would love that. Yes, of course. Oh, okay, so um, we're, we're, we're not very formal here yet around this, but I have a, an ebook, which I think is, is really a valuable book about optimizing diet. And so it, we sell it for $30, uh, $29.95. It is free to anybody who sends us an email. You can email, actually, I'll give you the email now, info at tanglewoodwellnesscenter.com. 
and just write ebook and then the name of your show. Excellent. Oh, well, thank you so much for, no for sharing that. I will put that out there. And um, if you if you have a, um, a bio, uh, well, that would be on your, your website, right? I, I'll get something to you. Okay. Yeah, I'll be glad to get you a bio. Yeah, I'll be glad. That's, that's great. Right. And I will make sure that that uh, information to, to get the free ebook is up there. So Perfect. thanks again. And I look my forward pleasure. to the next time. Yeah, my pleasure. Bye-bye. Thanks for the collaboration. Bye-bye. My, my pleasure. Bye-bye.